Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Night has fallen on the desert, and you know the miracle of live radio? The miracle of live radio is that I can start this again. There's no one here to stop me except all these people. So look at this. Now I'll do it again. And this time we'll hear the coyotes. Transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Night has fallen on the desert. And we are broadcasting live from Joshua Tree. And the robots are correct. This is Desert Oracle Radio. Just about an hour ago, we were doing a live version of this program at a private secret facility in South Joshua Tree. And then, been watched over by guardian coyotes coyotes called lucinda and man ray i believe are their names they're good coyotes and we wound up in the radio station doing another show tonight Coyotes on the stage with us tonight were taxidermied. They were stuffed. Something went wrong somewhere along the way. And now they are in that form forever. Coyote vampires, in a matter of speaking. Once we all leave, they wake up. They wake up and they prowl Joshua Tree. So get ready and don't be shy because tonight you can call in to this program. Share your strange stories with us, as many people did earlier this evening. We're going to play that show next week, I believe. Because it's almost Halloween time. The time when we remember spooky experiences, such as I found another dead person in the desert. I found a trap door in the floor of my cabin in Landers, and there were 200 skeletons down there and a magic lamp, that sort of thing. UFOs, ghosts, meth labs, biker gangs, screaming creatures, scary Airbnbs with weird bathrooms. Whatever happened... Whatever you perceived, 
And as I often have to tell people up here, no cursing on the radio. It's against the law. In this country, we have laws. And some of us at small community radio stations try to follow them. You still cannot say curse words on the radio. You can in a podcast. It's because of community standards. And we don't want to get the... We don't want to get the the crowd up in Joshua Springs all, all up in our grill again. They still can't believe I said St. Paul was blasted by information beams from a UFO on the road to Damascus. But they have, as of yet, provided no argument and no evidence to the contrary. If you did go to our show tonight, thanks for coming. I hope you're listening on the radio, and I hope you're not stuck in the sand somewhere. We want to thank Bobby First and Stephanie Teza and Paul Cullum and Durr, the sound man. The sound man's name is Durr. For getting us through that show. Now here's something you might want to think about. If the UFOs have psychic connections to us, which they do in so many cases, then the ability and practice of ESP and related sixth sense phenomena should result in more psychic connection UFO encounters and related phenomena. It only sounds nutty until it happens to you, until you read all the reports of psychic connection or downloads from the UFO to the witnesses, and then it really sounds nutty because it's bizarre stuff. But something is happening, something that at least gives the perception of a bigger chunk of the population having these experiences. The connective experience. Now, maybe it's social media, the internet, everybody connected, etc. But then when there is a sighting, when a lot of people see something at the same time, has happened in 29 Palms a couple of times in the past few weeks, is eerily quiet on Instagram and Facebook and all that, you realize most people don't use those things very often, if at all. And they generally don't go announce to the world, or at least to their relatives on Facebook, that they just saw something strange. Something strange floating in the sky over the national park. Now, two weeks ago, the local astronomy club put something out on Twitter, and this is what they said. We're getting lots of phone calls about the UFO seen south of Highway 62 over Joshua Tree National Park. But as we are volunteers, we really don't have the resources to investigate these things. So here's the sheriff's department dispatch number. A week later, I saw something that looked like a windsock floating a thousand feet over 29 palms 
or a space worm. I don't know what it was. It looked very weird. I drove all the way around looking to see if I could find some kind of kite lines coming out of it or maybe a bunch of Marines and men in black projecting something into the atmosphere to freak out the local population. I could not find that. The more of us who pursue these abilities and the experiences, the more data we can collect. The bigger the data pile, the bigger the chance of breaking the code, finding the pattern, maybe. It doesn't matter if there are fakes. It doesn't matter if there's bad data. As data overall we're after, not photos or videos necessarily, willingly entered, we'll put in some filters for the bad and sincere stuff and we'll take seriously the weird data. Some people sincerely believe they see spirits and orbs and aliens in their bedrooms. Let's use it. Find out what those people have in common. Test their vision. Find out what they see that other people can't see. Maybe it's delusion. Maybe it's illusion. And maybe it's real. Now, some people believe flying saucers are extraterrestrial spaceships, and that has been a popular and logical belief for a long time. If we can go from Kitty Hawk to the moon in a single human lifetime, if we can go from bouncing along on winged bicycles that almost immediately crash to sending two humans to the surface of the moon and back to Earth again in 66 years, then why can't intelligent beings on other planets develop the same technology? And if they're just a little bit ahead of us, a little ahead of the Wright brothers in Apollo 11, then maybe they've left their own solar systems, their own distant planets, and come here to see us. It makes sense in the context of us, but otherwise it's kind of a lot of baloney. Or a theory. An educated guess, sort of. One that really makes not much sense. There are scores of reported UFO experiences per day and mostly per night on this planet of ours. Many thousands per year, year after year. Sometimes they make the news when a lot of people see something, but mostly not. People ask me all the time, where do I report my UFO sighting? And mostly I say, I don't know. There's no official channel. Yeah, in hundreds of countries, nations, states, military bases. Who do you call? The local astronomy club? They got a bunch of calls about the 29 Palms mystery craft. And they said, we don't have the resources. Don't forget the occupants, the entities, dwarves, angels. Hairy robots with lobster claws, tall humanoids who look like the kings and queens off playing cards, insect things, reptilians, giants, goblins, mothmen, yucca men, frog-headed dwarves, all doing strange and stupid things, like pelvic exams or collecting little plants in a plastic bag or asking for a bucket of water to fix their spaceship. It does not make sense. It does not compute. Millions of weird craft, of visitations, appearing before schoolyards, of baffled schoolchildren, buzzing military bases, and families driving to grandma's house. And then they disappear. The ships disappear, the creatures, 
The strangely human pilots, they just vanish. They float away after walking normally a moment before. It's physical, but it doesn't stay physical. There are traces, but never any evidence. They barely show up in pictures or in videos. And they often vanish as soon as you pull out your phone. What is that? It's always been here with us. That is all we really know. Thank you for joining us tonight on Desert Oracle Radio. We will be back in just a few moments, and we have a special treat. We have the band Kokomo, who performed with us tonight in Joshua Tree. They are in the studio. All, how many of you are there? Eight, nine? There are three. There are three of them. We're going to hear some music. We're going to have some strange stories. And we are going to take your phone calls if you bother to call us. Sometimes I wonder if anyone knows what phones were actually made for. They were made to call the radio station at night. to tell strange stories over the airwaves on an autumn night in the high desert. So stay close to your radio. We are just starting this episode. On Z1077 FM.
We are back on Desert Oracle Radio. Let's do it. Let's, uh... Who let you in here? Who are you? Um, we are Kokomo, and I don't know how we got here. I think it has something to do with the show we just... Oh. ...did in Joshua Tree, I think. And you came in to do that show from... Los Angeles, California. How was the show tonight? So wild. It was great. We had a great time. Felt good. It was entertaining. I wish, I wish we were still there, honestly. But we're here, and that's even better. That's true. It's true. Here we have... Um, well, less people, but we are going out on the airwaves, and I'm going to try to get some sound out of here so that we can hear a song. You want to play us a song? First of all, before no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk after this. I have some questions. <laughs> what song are we going to hear? Um, this song is called The Killing Moon. Some people might know it because it is by a band called Echo and the Bunnymen. Let's hear The Killing Moon by the band Kokomo on Desert Oracle Radio.
an echo in the bunny man song isn't it yep sure is it sounds very different in this format that was what we were hoping for but yeah it, it is different we're doing our own thing making it our own song twisting it up you all sort of came together automatically in a sense what happened Yeah, um, I have a friend who was playing a show who wanted, was asking if I would play, but I typically don't play, um, you know, acoustic-y music. So um, I said, well, I'll do it, and I'll put together a band. This is a month ago, (laughs) and cut to today. Here we are. But we didn't plan it or anything. I was driving back to Los Angeles from Nashville, and they just called me and said, do you want to play a show next week? Were you in in the car? Uh, Yeah, I actually was in the car, and then I learned the songs we were going to play in my Motel 6 or (laughs) wherever I was staying (laughs) in Oklahoma. And then we were a band. And then when we got together the first time, it just kind of felt magical just a few weeks later and suddenly we're here yeah now what was the first show you did you did an interesting first show yeah we played um at zebulon in la opening for our friend rain phoenix for her final night of her residency that she was doing to promote her new record called river so we um we got the opportunity to open for her which was awesome that's a pretty good first show. Yeah, can't complain. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. It's pretty good. And this is her new album. I read an interview, or read, heard, I can't remember anymore what I hear or read, but it was on Aquarium Drunkard, Oh yeah. the music site, and it's all about, well, should I give it a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a eerie and very pretty record from what I've heard. And yeah, it's it's dark and beautiful. And you all don't sound like you know, the average hippie walking down the road with an acoustic guitar. You have a very atmospheric and haunting sound, which I think is appropriate for this time of year. Thank you. We were just uh, rehearsing yesterday in Victoria's apartment, which was filled in 1910, and we were getting scared like we were conjuring something. Yeah, we thought we, that it was so powerful this, when we were all harmonizing. We were yeah. like, there was we an energy. We opened a little... We opened a portal. Yeah. What's weird is that's the building that uh, Patsy Klein's plane crashed into, I think. Yeah. Introduce yourselves. Uh, we'll start with Lauren on the left. 
Hello, I am Lauren, uh, Lauren White, that is, and I sing in this band. Hi, I'm Holly Marilyn. I'm playing acoustic guitar. I'm singing backups. Hi, I'm Victoria Mordock, and I'm playing electric guitar. Uh, yeah, I'm I, being gorgeous. And, uh, just <laughs> with all these wonderful people. Good. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I think we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back and play another song. And we had we had some callers stacking up, and then they gave up. Uh, if you want to call back, you can call back. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's 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 good. That's that's a response. Um, oh hell, let's take a call before we go to the commercials. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> you know, this is the fun of live radio. Watch this. I'm just going to put you right here onto the phone. I can hear you just a little bit. You were at our show tonight, weren't you? I was, yes. We enjoyed music. Very good to hear. Oh, I'm glad. And and you got home safely, or are you still there? Oh, no. We get home safe, so we hear your program. Wonderful. Well, listen, I'm sorry that the... Oh, wait, I have an idea. Hang on just a sec here. Let's see if this will work. Let's try that. Do I have you now? You sound much louder on my side. I, okay, well, it, it, it happens sometimes, unfortunately. Have you ever seen anything strange out here? Oh, I lost her. You know, it's just uh, nothing, nothing works in the desert. That's, people have been telling me that for 10 years, and I, I keep saying, you know, that's, that's irrational. Let's take our break, and we'll be back with more of the band Kokomo on Desert Oracle Radio. Alberto Del Rio, take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
now is the time for you to call Desert Oracle Radio. The studio line is open 760-366-8471. That's 760-366-8471. Welcome back to Desert Oracle Radio, live from Joshua Tree on this beautiful autumn night in the high desert. Let's try another call, why don't we? You're on Desert Oracle Radio. Hi, Ken. Well, hi there. Who is this? My name is Erica. I'm from Palm Desert. I came up to see your show tonight. Erica from Palm Desert, welcome to the program. Yeah. And thanks for thanks for making the trip. Do you enjoy oh, the show? Yeah. Oh, we totally love you. We were a little disappointed last Friday, though. Can't hide that. Yeah, last Friday these 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 guys yeah they they were from some business they said it was called i can't remember what it was called they were from the ukraine and they came into the station to try to fix things up and and i just got out of the hospital so it's been kind of rough but uh well i'm glad you're on here now oh i am too I think, awesome. I, I think we're gonna make it through through the night you have a weird tale you want to tell us yeah. i do i do let me hear so it. i was with you guys with amboy crater oh you came out to amboy thank you for making that drive yes. and we camped out because we made the drive from palm desert kind of far and that night we lost time and when i say we lost time i'm not exaggerating a half a bag of charcoal cooked food for eight hours eight hours How do wait, you wait 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 that? fill me in just a little bit here what you lost eight hours and somebody took eight the hours. food no i was cooking food on the barbecue uh-huh. it was half a bag of charcoal <clears throat> and eight hours later when we realized the sun was coming up we looked at the food still cooking not burnt charcoals just like they were 30 minutes before when we started we lost time. And up in the sky, there was a flashing light that went every eight seconds. And as the horizon moved, the flashing light stayed where it was at. Oh, that's interesting. You saw Super this. creepy. You saw this before, and did everybody have the same experience? Yes, there was three of us and two kids. Of course, the kids crashed early because they were running around the desert and having fun. Were these by chance the children that I met after the campfire story and I I told them that nothing weird Uh, would happen? Yeah, you totally lied, but we love you still. Well, thank you. I'm 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 sorry they missed it. Maybe they'll remember it later. Well, a few other weird things went down that night, but I think that might have been because we were playing the Ouija board. Yeah, that tends to open the doors. Um, you know, you but the should, blinking light. The blinking light, yeah. Every yeah. eight seconds. And it didn't move with the horizon because the moon came up and went down behind the mountain. And we were looking up at the constellations and they were moving, but the blinking light stayed still. Was that light still there in the morning? No, we didn't see it unless it was dead of night darkness. 
I'm looking in the sky tonight for it, and I can't see it at all. But where, it was where so did you camp? Where, did you camp on BLM land or in a campground? It was actually right on the edge of BLM land. What was it called? Cleghorn. Cleghorn. Yeah. Cleghorn Lakes yeah. Wilderness. That's funny because yeah. that, uh, a few people have told me stories about some strange things camping right there. Well, and another strange thing is where we were at, there was no life. There was no coyote footprints or rabbits or anything. It was strangely dead. Almost I'm, eerily weird. I'm going to have to go over there and take a look. Because you live in the desert. You know where to look for, for life in the desert. It's not always oh. blooming right there. Oh, Ken. My friend Kendra can show you so many places. You have to let me give you a tour. All right. We'll have to do that. You know how to reach us. I'm going to take another call. Thank you for coming, and thanks for calling in. Have a good night. You too. Good night, huh? Welcome to Desert Oracle Radio. You're on the air. Hey, Ken. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, so I wanted to call in about a, um, a mystery occurrence, I guess you could call it, that's happening in Old Town Yucca at the moment. It's happening right now. Please, please tell currently happening... Yeah, right in front of my place in in uh, Old Town Yucca, right on Santa Fe Trail. I know Santa Fe Trail. All right, so you're on you're on the north side of Highway 62. This is the south side, Santa Fe. South side. What's your well? Don't don't t- tell any any identifying details. What's going on? Give give us a rundown. So this is a reoccurring uh, disturbance, I guess you could say. It's been happening for the past like five days. Um, Looking out from the front window of my place through the oleander bush uh, is a like champagne colored, um, maybe, 2001 GMC full body pickup truck. Go on. And it's been uh, parked there for like five days. Is there anyone in it? No, there's nobody in it. And it, uh, it has a mean oil leak. Other than the oil leak, has there been anything specifically weird about it? Well, yeah, that it's been it's been parked in front of the house for like five days. Well, listen, does it does it have a license plate? It does. All right. Well, don't say it on the air, but I bet if we look into that license plate, we might figure out a little bit about what's going on. Uh, Do you have the sense that it has anything to do with you and your residence? Absolutely not. All right. All right. Well, keep keep an eye on it. And if you see anyone coming and going. No, there's no coming and going. No coming and going. Serious part. It's just sitting there. All right. 
I, I may just drive over and take a look after the show. Thank you very much for calling. No problem. There you have it, folks. Why don't we hear another song from our friends from Los Angeles, the band Kokomo. This song is called The Lonely Sea by the Beach Boys. That's the one you closed with tonight, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, that was our closer. I like that. <laughs> Let's see here. That's the one that conjures all the spirits. <laughs> that's 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 how the spirits ended up coming into the apartment. They yes. like that one too. Yeah. The energy got all sparkly and weird. Victoria, I've I've uh, 
Yes. I've heard that you are the designated debunker of this group. Oh. Oh. And um, when they I mean, get a when they get a little too woo. Yes, I I can be. Yeah, sure, I can be. But I'm, for the record, I have experienced some pretty crazy stuff. Too. She's been haunted. But I'm discerning. Are we talking ghosts or? Oh, aliens? it could be anything. Ghost, alien. Okay. I mean, there. Here's the thing. It's mm. all the same stuff. There aren't any aliens. Oh, I guess I... I, I mean, maybe there will be aliens someday. Mm. All the dwarves and the elves and the magic and the wands and the lizard people. Oh, and God. The, the orbs, bulbs, and everything Fairies. else. Mm. Yeah, lizards, it, it has not... It yeah. did not start with yeah. uh, 1947 with, with uh, a pilot seeing some things in the sky. Now, you heard that call. Mm, mm -hmm. Those are some people who were camping after our show in Amboy. That uh, is pretty striking. Wild. The time the time jump the time is jump. really what got a me. Lot yeah. Hours. Yeah, it was a lot. Eight hours. None of the food was still cooking. I mean, you know, she said I, that... I believe, I believe it. it. I believe oh, it. Oh, she's not debunking. No, I'm not debunking that. Yeah. No, but so I don't know. Would, I would what, be more freaked out than than she was. I would be really freaked. Like, if that happened to me, I would be really freaked out. <laughs> She's had a week to, to rationalize it. Um, what would be an example of one that you think doesn't, doesn't quite hold up? In Joshua Tree, a lot of spooky stuff happens. That is for sure. But... There's also a lot of military things going on in the desert that uh, we're just not privy to. And I'm not an expert on military. So it, in that sense, I guess, yeah, they are unidentified flying objects because I can't identify them personally. Um, but... Listen, we have to take a break. We're going to be right back. I want to thank... Our guests on Desert Oracle Radio tonight, the band Kokomo, Lauren, Holly, and Victoria, and the many spirits, orbs, and ghosts that uh, follow them around everywhere. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So much fun. Oh! <laughs> and we're going to be right back, friends, so hang in there. We have a little bit more Desert Oracle Radio coming up.
By the end of the summer, even the people in the desert are getting itchy. They're getting itchy to get out and do something. See a few people, maybe go to a party or two, nothing overwhelming, and suddenly there are things to do. Social season is here in the high desert. You might have to talk to a couple of people, but you don't have to dress up. You can dress as plainly or as weirdly as you like. Nobody will bother you about it. And that's what happens when a whole region is colonized by vampires. You've got punk rockers from the 70s and 80s, desert rock people of the 2000s, all kinds of people who actually miss the 90s, the downtown crowd, the loft party people. They all came to the desert. Starting way back in the 1930s. We are, after all, the far eastern edge of a great metropolitan area. Now, Art Tours is a big annual event we have up here, and this year the Highway 62 Art Tours covers three weekends of October. It's wrapping up this weekend, the 19th and 20th. You just cruise around the high desert on those three weekends, visiting artists, visiting studios. You might want to pick up the catalog. There's some weird stuff in there. Stuff about Yucca Man. We've got some interesting events that you can go to if you're feeling the annual social itch. In Wonder Valley at the Wonder Valley Community Center, 4 p.m. on this coming Saturday. Not tomorrow, the next Saturday. And then we're going to wander over to the Palms across Hamboy Road and see what's happening over there. It's the Palms Monster Bash. Wear a costume. I'm going in the costume I usually wear around here. A sort of uh, laid-off park ranger is telling some stories for the kids around the fire about death. And on Halloween night, Thursday, October 31st, it's Campfire Stories at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs, 7 p.m. free and open to all scary stories under the stars outside around a campfire right there in Palm Springs. If you want to stay the night, you can use the code Desert Oracle and you'll get a nice discount on your room. And we will continue that, the new season of Campfire Stories at Ace Hotel and Swim Club. I believe it's one Thursday a month, including the day after Christmas and the day after New Year's. I'm telling you about these things because I want you to come. It'll make it a fun night. I don't want to stand out there by myself telling alien stories to a cactus. Go take a look at our calendar at desertoracle.com. Click events. And while you're there, please subscribe to our Desert Oracle print journal, a field guide to the mysterious American desert. We have to do something about the near total lack of income lately. It's getting... Well, it's getting obnoxious. We will have some news on this front probably next week. we got to get it all set up. The thing you've got to wonder about is what are the entities trying to convey to us? Now, people used to get messages. They used to see 
little goblins and space pilots who would say they're the space brothers, they're here to save the world. And then the messages sort of came to an end. We still see things, we still have many strange experiences. What happened to the messages? Were we imagining all of that? Is the current lack of messaging the result of our lack of imagination? Have we become dull and dead inside? So that we can't even get stories from the elves and the space people. Is it social media? I say, looking over at my Instagram live feed. It'd be nice to figure it out. Every now and then, a kind of fringe scientist comes out and says, I believe it has something to do with quantum computing. You think, oh, that's nice. We're, we're close to settling that. And then you go out and camp in the desert and lose eight hours and your food's still on the grill. Where'd the eight hours go? Why didn't a passing coyote take the hamburgers? There's a deep nuttiness to high weirdness. It's almost like it cannot help making us look ridiculous. and across the great Mojave wilderness. This has been Desert Oracle Radio broadcasting live from the studios of KCDZ 107.7 FM in downtown Joshua Tree. 
You can get our podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just tell that thing that spies on you in your house. Play Desert Oracle Radio. subscribe button and if you're feeling really charitable leave us a review on iTunes it apparently helps people find podcasts that they will enjoy When you're in the high desert, make sure and pick up Desert Oracle, the field guide to the mysterious American desert. And find shops throughout the region, such as Mincing Mockingbird, Coyote Corner, Cactus Mart, Cactus Wren Books, 29 Palms Inn, 29 Palms Visitor Center, the California Welcome Center in Yucca Valley, and at our office on the one day a week, we're open for three hours. Thanks for listening, and good night from the Voice of the Desert.